Well, I hope we're all feeling ready for a little Sassy Sam situation. Welcome back to On Your Terms. I'm Sam Vanderweelen, your host and an attorney turned entrepreneur who helps you legally protect your online business. And today I was getting real with you per usual. I'm always real with you. But um, today I was just kind of, I don't know, sitting down, spilling the tea, sharing my thoughts with you on what I call the millionaire myth of the online business owners, um, where people talk about how they're millionaires in their businesses who clearly don't understand what it means to be a millionaire. I'm not just talking smack today. I really am encouraging you to dive deeper dig deeper to be a better consumer, to be more discerning in what you're seeing online. And I'm even suggesting what you should focus on instead. So sit back, relax, or put on your sneaks and go for a walk. And welcome to On Your Terms in case you're new here. Before we get into this week's episode, I've got to read to you the review of the week. Carly said, the best no-fluff step-by-step podcast for entrepreneurs, Sam Vanderweelen's podcast, On Your Terms, is an absolute must for all entrepreneurs. The episodes are not only interesting and inspiring, but they'll walk you through step-by-step what you need to know to operate as a small business owner or entrepreneur. This podcast and Sam's Ultimate Bundle takes all the guesswork and stress away from protecting your online business. This podcast is a total game changer for anyone looking to start, grow, or scale a business. Thank you so much, Carly, for leaving that review. And if you listen to my podcast on your terms on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave a review real quick after you're done listening to this episode, because every single month I pick a new winner to receive a $20 Starbucks gift card as a thank you for leaving a review. All you have to do is leave a review. I'll pick the winner and you submit your review and then you'll get a shout out on a future episode. With that, let's get into the millionaire myth. So recently, I actually my team, it wasn't even me. It was actually while I was out on leave um, after my dad passed away, my team put together a reel using footage from a story that I had done on Instagram. I don't even know, maybe over the winter or something. It must, I think it was almost a year ago. And they put together this reel of me making yet another sassy statement saying that you're not a millionaire if your business makes a million dollars in revenue, if it even makes a million dollars in revenue. But let's just like suspend the baloney for one moment and pretend like all of the people who are telling you online that they're making that much money are, right? Whatever. We can just put that aside. We're having a bigger conversation today. If your business makes a million dollars, that doesn't make you a millionaire, right? And so there are so many problems with that statement. And I don't remember what was going on that day, but I think I had seen something. I like did the story off the cuff. I remember the story being really popular at the time. And then my team took this audio and this video from my stories and they repurposed it. Shout out to repurposed content. And they made it into a reel and the reel kind of took off on Instagram. And I got so many comments from people and so many, so many interesting comments, so many insightful ones, like positive ones saying, yeah, thanks for saying this, you know, all that stuff. But a lot of comments that also made me think like, oh, there's still a lack of understanding. Like even the people who were in support of it sometimes, I was like, I think there are just a couple of things we got to clarify. And I just feel this need in our industry to be transparent. I mean, all I can do is be transparent for my, like myself, my own business with you. 
So I can tell you like what I'm doing. You know, I try to give a lot of context, like when I share things with you guys, right? If I share about like, oh, it's a multi seven figure business, but this is about, you know, what we did for ads, or this is what percentage came from ads or whatever. Or, this is how many people I have working for the business now. So I try to provide as much context because I find that a lot of times when you're hearing these figures from other people, you're just lacking a lot of context, right? I don't know what percentage of them are just lacking <laughs> truth, <laughs> but I feel like it's probably more than I want to know. But um, I mean, some of them are, but not obviously not not all of them are. Um, and there are plenty of people making plenty of money. And when they do report figures to you, that is, in fact, what they are making. Um, and some people report that stuff and they're telling the truth and they do offer context. And that's great. Right. And I also think that I see a lot of people doing that who I either, you know, worry that it's not true or that there's no context being provided. And then I just see these flat out mistruths, right, of, of people saying, I'm a millionaire, like my business just hit the million dollar mark, therefore I'm a millionaire. And so I, I think it's just important to have a little bit of like a reset reality check because often if you're hearing these things over and over and over again, then you start to apply that to yourself. Like, I remember when I started my business, I was like, oh my goodness, everybody's making $100,000 a month or $10,000 a month or $5,000, like wherever you're at, right? I remember thinking that and then being like, oh, I'm doing something wrong or, you know, oh, they're a millionaire and they're only 26. Like, what am I doing wrong? And then with more time in the industry, I just started unpacking this and realizing. So, Really, the purpose of today is to help you walk away from this episode feeling a little bit better about, you know, wherever you're at. Also, on my like crusade of awareness and being a better consumer on your end, you know, I really just want to encourage you to start thinking more about what you see and analyzing it a little bit, unpacking it, unfollowing something that doesn't make you comfortable. And then like moving you towards really working with the good people, right? And like, I'm not here to tell you like this person's good, that person's bad. I, I just want to give you my opinion, my insight on kind of how I go about looking at these things and unpacking people's statements. And then you can do with that what you will, right? You might find somebody online who you really like, who talks about money in this way. Great. That works for you, right? Um, for me as a businesswoman, it's very important that like, for example, if I was going to work with a business coach, and this business coach made an, a statement like, I'm a millionaire, my business made a million dollars. Or that statement like, I'm a millionaire, was based on the fact that their business hit a million dollars. I would not want to work with that coach purely based on the idea that in that statement alone, that person doesn't understand business. They don't understand basic business, financial, <laughs> tax, whatever principles that are required, in my opinion, by someone who's going to act as an expert, hold themselves out as an expert and have, you know, accept your money to quote, build your business. Right. So if they don't have a fundamental understanding of business and how things work, then that's just personally not somebody I'd want to work with. So it's always a red flag to me when I see that. Right. That's, that's kind of why it stands out to me. It's not to like pick on these people. It's not to like any of that. I'm not anti-coach. I think business coaches are great. 
right? Not all business coaches are great. <laughs> Not all of any kind of coach are great, right? Not there, there's, there are people in my industry who aren't great. There are people in your industry that aren't great. It, that's fine. It, that's fine. You know, this stuff's all going to like work itself out. This is a relatively new industry. It takes some time. And I have, I, I am just of the thought that like eventually things kind of settle, right? And, and people fall to the bottom and the others kind of the cream rises and, and that's that. So, this is not like anti anyone. It's just about awareness, discernment, and being a better consumer. So, yes, you are not a millionaire if your business makes a million dollars. You are also, just for the record, as long as we're here um, and spilling the tea, you are also not a million dollar business if your business hits a number of revenue in one month that if you hit that revenue every single month, you would make a million dollars, right? I hear people that say this all the time, seven-figure business owner, because one month their business hits $100,000 or however many <laughs> dollars you need to hit to become a million-dollar business. I don't even know. So, you know, that's that's really the point is that like there's just, I, I find that there's this loosey-goosiness to our, our industry. That's the official term, by the way. You can look it up. But I find that there's this like, yeah, this laxness that like people can just say stuff and it goes unchecked. It feels a little culty if we're being honest. Uh, well, if I'm being honest, because in cults or cult-ish like communities, people say things that go unchecked, right? And people accept things that the way that they are. And you know, I think fortunately in the last couple of years, we have started to see people be like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Or wait a minute, you said that this and now you're doing this. And I, I have seen, I guess, a little bit more accountability, but I do see this a lot where people will be like, I'm a millionaire because my business just hit this. And then everyone's like celebrating them. And I'm like, wait, does anybody take a moment to think like that doesn't make you a millionaire? That's not what a millionaire means. And you need to know that as a business person, right? You probably already do know that. The other thing that I thought was so interesting that came up, there, there were kind of two themes of comments that came up to this reel that went, you know, not viral, but it went went bigger than normal reels for me. Um, there were two things that came up. One was remembering how income works as a business owner. So this is really important. So the reason that I'm saying you're not a millionaire if your business makes a million dollars is because the business's revenue is not your personal income, Right. When, the way that this typically works, and I'll speak kind of in generalities because I'm sure you all live in different places and you might have different business entities and all that kind of stuff. But like, let's say you have an LLC, for example, and you haven't filed to make that LLC an S-corp. If you just have an LLC and you're filing taxes as an individual, the profit of your business is what's reported as your income, Right. So a lot of people would start saying things uh, in the comments about like, yeah, they're not even being honest about the fact that like it's mostly expenses or like what the net is, you know, and that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, that still doesn't matter because even if you had like, uh, even if you made $2 million in the business, right, you're only reporting whatever the profit is um, of your business as your actual income. So if you make a million dollars in your business and then you add Six hundred thousand dollars in uh in profits, and that's what you're reporting on your taxes is your taxable income. Then you are a six hundred thousand an heir, <laughs> whatever that is, right? So that's what you are. 
Now, the other thing that kept coming up was kind of this net worth idea. So when people say that they're a millionaire, it means that they have a net worth of at least a million dollars, right? And when we talk about net worth, it's not your just your income because then your income gets spent on things, right? We pay our mortgages and our rent and our car and our whatever else. So our peach subscription, like I do, and that's half of my revenue, half my income, <laughs> but it really is quite expensive. But the, you know, so we, we take our income and then we, we pay for things, right? Net worth then takes into account, like what is in our bank account? What is left over? What are we, what are we saving? What are we investing? Our real estate, any other assets that you might have, like if you have that you have equity in, I should say. So if you have a car, for example, but you don't own that car, um, if you if you lease it, you don't have anything in it. If you own it, but let's say you finance it, and so you're paying it off, your it's whatever your equity is. So if you if your car's worth twenty thousand dollars, but you still owe ten thousand dollars on it, you would only have ten thousand dollars put towards like that's equity. That's what you have in the car. That's the amount that you own. That goes towards your net worth, right? We also, when we talk about net worth, have to account for debt. So if people have mortgages or student loans or other things like that, right? So it balances out. So when you start calculating all this stuff, you're like, how many of these people could truly be millionaires when they, they've just started their business six months ago and they don't have any assets as far as you know, right? A lot of times I'll hear people talk about this. They don't have real estate assets. I, you know, maybe they have investments or a ton in the bank account, but they're not, that's not what they're sharing. What they're talking about is their revenue, right? So just keeping in mind that like how our income works, that the only amount that's actually your income is what you report on your your taxes, right? That's your taxable income. And then, then that gets transferred to you. You pay taxes on it, a ton of taxes on it. Well, depending on how much you make, right? Obviously, as, as you scale up, you'll make you'll pay more and more in taxes. So you're paying taxes on that. So even that's not all take home. That's not net salary. And then you're paying your life expenses. And then maybe your debts, right? If you have a mortgage or a car or student loans. And so really, what are we talking about when it's left over? Again, there is nothing wrong with any of this stuff. There's nothing wrong with having student loans. I had a ton of student loans until I started my business and I used my business's profits to pay them off. I paid myself and then paid them off within like a year and a half of starting my business, right? There's nothing wrong. Every A lot of people have student loans, a lot of it. I have a mortgage, right? People have mortgages. People have medical debts. They have all kinds of different debts, right? There's nothing wrong with any of this stuff. It's just about being transparent. It's about not walking around and telling people you're a millionaire when you actually have no assets, right? It's not telling people that you're a millionaire who you're alleging to help build a business if you don't understand this fundamental and very simple concept. It's, that's an issue for me, that you're paying these people money, right? It's just about transparency. I wouldn't have any issue with somebody saying, like, talking about their profitability, profit margins, right? That's what I would rather hear about. I would rather hear about, like, how you're actually getting in there and you're working on it and you're making your business more profitable. You're increasing passive revenue, recurring revenue streams, right? And also, can we all just take a pause and actually think about, like, how so much of the focus when it comes to this kind of marketing is on how much money this person's making versus what kind of impact they're making. So don't tell me about how you're a millionaire because you made a million dollars in revenue. Tell me about all of the other people you've made millionaires. Tell me about their lives and what you've done for them and how you've helped them. 
and their health and their relationships and their businesses and their careers, right? That's what I want to know about. I'm so sick of hearing about this when it's not even either true or completely forthright. So (laughs) that's that. I just also want to encourage you to like, you know, tune a lot of this out as you're building your business. I want you to build a profitable business. Oftentimes, we don't need to make quite as much as we might think in order for you to be comfortable. And so this is all about like working with your numbers and finding out what you really need, what you really want, but then seeing how profitable is that for you, right? Does it require a million hours? And then at the end of the day, you only have this, you know, tiny percentage left over because of all of your expenses and everything else. How can you make your business more profitable? The answer is not always to increase revenue, right? And I am somebody who admittedly has, my business has grown tremendously year after year after year after year, right? The revenue has gotten way higher and my expenses creep up too, right? And then, so I'm always trying to think, like I work just as much behind the scenes to be like, how can I bring my expenses down? It's not always just how can I make more money? How can I sell more legal templates? It's also like, what are some of the recurring subscriptions I have that I can get rid of? What are some of the tools that we're not using? What are some of the tools that we are using that have features in them that I'm paying for some other tool for, right? So I'm always looking at that. I'm always negotiating stuff. I'm I'm contacting people, negotiating fees, like this kind of stuff. I never negotiate with contractors. I've said that many, many times. So that is true and has continued to be true. I'm talking about like big, big companies or something or like software or something. So I focus a lot more on that. And I, I really would encourage you to do that. The only other thing I wanted to say about this was just that, you know, this, I, I barely got any flack around the couple of the things I've talked about lately. I had a episode 48 of my podcast on your terms was about whether or not you need a business coach. And then I had this reel about not being a millionaire. And, you know, but one, one of them was just like, um, you know, maybe taking some offense to talking badly about business coaches. So I feel like I've been really clear about the fact that this is not anti-business coach like across the board and that there are plenty of good people. And I, in episode 48, I really tried to dive in and help you learn how to find those good people, right? So I, I feel pretty like comfortable on that. And hopefully you do too, because I really hope that you're not taking that message away from this. But one of the things that I, I thought about when I got that feedback was that when you're in an industry, you should always want to hold it to a higher standard. And if you're operating at that higher standard, then you should confidently stand in that, right? And one of the things that you can do in your marketing is talk about how you are doing that, how you are walking the walk, right? How are you a higher standard of a uh, a wellness pro? How are you a higher standard of somebody who helps people with their relationships, their self-care, um, their career, right? Their fitness, their legal stuff, their business stuff, whatever it is that you do, right? So like I talk a lot about how lawyers can be really scummy sometimes, right? Not all of them. Again, just like your industry, there are plenty of good people. There are plenty of good people doing what I do. And then there are some that aren't that great. So instead of just talking crap about them or being like, oh, that sucks, talk about what you're doing to hold your industry to a higher higher standard. What are you doing to offer better service, products, customer service, whatever, to your people than the other people in your industry, whether it's in the online business industry or like the traditional industry, like the medical system or like the therapy system or the, um, I don't know, fitness industry or something like this, right? So, or like traditional online dating apps and like you do things differently. I think that's really cool. 
And I think that people often get really tripped up about this, thinking that it's some sort of judgment, right? Of like, oh, like, like that you have to make some sort of, I don't know, like normative statement about this. And I think that you can just say that like, this was something that you didn't like about your industry or something that didn't work for you or something that your customers tell you didn't work for them in your industry. And that's why you do it differently, right? So I talk about how I do things differently than the traditional legal industry, than even other people who do what I do. That doesn't mean that other people don't go work with those other people and like it, right? That's fine. But the people who are going to be attracted to me and my marketing and my products and have a good experience come to me. And that's cool. So I I just like, I think people get like way too tripped up about like being like triggered and offended and all this kind of stuff when we start talking about this. And it's just like, there's room for everybody. There's a wide spectrum. I mean, there are people who are attracted to those like, hey, I'm I'm a millionaire because I make a million dollars people. Just like there are people who are attracted to the like bro marketing and there are people who are attracted to talking about how much money you make and how like the whole point of making money in your business is all for consumerism and capitalism and furthering like, I don't know, getting a Lambo and like a purse or whatever. So that's fine. That that speaks to some people. It doesn't speak to me. So I created this business and created the marketing in a way that would speak to people, maybe like you, who also feel that way or just you don't even have to think about that part. It's like, it's not like you're coming to me because you're like, I'm anti-bro marketing, so I want her. It's just, you might just be attracted to this kind of marketing without even knowing or caring that that other stuff exists, right? And so that's what I want you to think about. You don't have to get so tripped up on like, oh, is this offending somebody? Are they thinking this? It's The whole point is that you're putting this message out there to attract people who also feel similarly to that, right? And we don't need to worry about, about those other people because they have someone who's probably speaking to them too. There are people who are speaking to, you know, all of these, the, the various things I've just talked about. Like there's tons of pro marketing people out there. If somebody doesn't like, you know, somebody wrote to me once, they were like, I hate how casual you are. And you're like, not professional. It's like, cool. There are like tons of stuffy lawyers for you to go find. <laughs> like lucky for you, you're not going to have any shortage of an issue there. So, um, it just doesn't matter, <laughs> in my opinion. I would definitely recommend, after listening to this episode, if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 48, where I talk about whether or not you need a business coach, um, what you know, when I recommend getting one, how I recommend going about it, what I've learned about investing a lot of money in a lot of different people and programs. And I don't just talk about a business coach in there. Just I also cover like investing in courses and and like continuing education. So you can go back and listen to episode 48. I hope you really like it. I'd be so curious what comes up for you after you listen to this episode. So shoot me a DM um, on Instagram. I'm at Sam Vander Whelan. Um, Send me a DM and let me know you listened to this episode and what you thought. And if you liked it and you think somebody else would like this episode that you know, will you do me a favor real quick and go ahead and tax them this episode before you go. And don't forget to leave a review of the podcast if you listen on Apple. I so appreciate you listening and I can't wait to chat with you until next week. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Terms podcast. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also check out all of our podcast episodes, show notes, links, and more at samvanderreeland.com slash podcast. You can learn more about legally protecting your business and take my free legal workshop, Five Steps to Legally Protect and Grow Your Online Business at samvanderreeland.com. And to stay connected and follow along, follow me on Instagram at samvanderreeland and send me a DM to say hi. Bye.